0: Writers have a purpose in writing. Some writers have the job of providing information. Others may write to entertain, to describe, to persuade, or oppose something they believe is wrong. Writers have a purpose in writing. I raise this question for our study today. Why was the Bible written? Among men and women who live today, there may be a wide variety of opinions, but we want to know the truth in response to this question, Why Was the Bible Written? It may help us to understand the Bible's purpose by stating why it was not written. It was not written for profit. It is true that when men do the work that is necessary to print, publish, and market the Bible, they earn money. The Bible acknowledges that one who labors should be paid. So there's nothing wrong with publishers and retailers making money, but this is secondary to the main purpose. The Bible was not written to generate income for people. The Bible was not written to satisfy man's curiosity. God gave us minds, and the human mind tends to be curious and inquisitive. It is true, a lot of questions we have are answered in the Bible, and our curiosity is sometimes satisfied. Yet, the Word of God has a much deeper purpose than the satisfaction of human curiosity. Third, while the Bible often reflects the history, culture, beliefs, and superstitions of the writer's era, that is not its ultimate design. Many ancient customs and strange practices are mentioned in the Bible, some of which seem rather bizarre to us. In recording history, and in order to understand various peoples, and their times, this kind of information is necessary, but it isn't the Bible's main purpose. Fourth, the Bible was not presented to define current events. Some people open the Bible and expect to find an astrological roadmap. Prophecy is sometimes misapplied or taken out of context, and people expect to find In the Bible, every earthquake, every stock market crash, and every ruler from Nero to Hussein. This is not the Bible's purpose. Fifth, the Bible was not given to illustrate good literature. Now, there isn't any doubt the Bible is a literary masterpiece. In many colleges and universities, you can enroll in a class to study the Bible— as good literature, especially the King James Version of 1611. While the literary content of the Bible is superb, this was not God's primary purpose. So, let's eliminate these possible answers, answers people might give about why the Bible was written. The Bible was not written for human financial profit. It was not given to satisfy curiosity. It tells about strange cultural practices, but it's incidental to its purpose. It was not given to identify current events, and its purpose was not just to illustrate good literature. Why was the Bible written? Our question remains. In the New Testament, there are four distinct statements which give the right answers to our question. Four distinct statements in the Bible, which give the right answers to our question. Why was the Bible written? In John 20, 30 and 31, there is this phrase, that you may believe. If you are interested in history, Bible study can be fascinating Bible study can be an adventure into ancient times and cultures. If you like to read about people, there is a whole treasure of interesting biographies in the Bible. If you are interested in military encounters, tragedy, or logic, all of that can be found in the Bible, but it was written that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Here's what it says. And truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Do you know why the devil doesn't want you to listen to the word of God? Because if you listen to the word of God, with a good and honest heart, the Word produces faith in your heart, faith by which you can resist the devil and overcome the world and be a servant of God. John said these things are written that you might believe, not just believe anything, but believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. As I read the Bible, especially when I Dig into Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, I find the claims of Christ accompanied by the testimony and evidence given. And that's convincing for me. That information puts me in position to decide, do I believe or not? I believe. Those with a good and honest heart are convinced by the testimony, and they believe and act on that faith to become Christians and live to the glory of God anticipating heaven. The Bible was written that we might believe. Ephesians 3, verses 3 and 4, that you may understand. Of all the creatures made by God, man has the capacity to learn, to understand, to know certain things, to process information for practical use. I need to understand some basic things about the God who made me and my response to him. I need to understand sin. I need to understand the brevity of life. I need to understand right and wrong. I need to understand God's plan of salvation centered in the person and work of Jesus Christ. These are things I need to understand. And one purpose of the Bible is to enable us to understand these things, we need to know. And Paul wrote about this in Ephesians chapter 3. He said in verse 3 that God made known to him the mystery, and he wrote what God revealed to him. Now, please notice Paul's statement in verse 4 of Ephesians 3, By which, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Paul wanted to emphasize that all his understanding was given to him from God, that he wrote what God gave him, and when you read what Paul wrote, you were able to understand the knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Now, let me say we have a duty to understand In Ephesians 5 and verse 17, Paul wrote this as a command, Do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. The Bible was given that we might see, that we might know, that we might understand the will of God. If we desire that understanding and we give diligence to read and study and listen, we can read what is written and understand what the will of the Lord is so that we can do it. The Bible was given that we might have this understanding. 1 John 2 and verse 1, that you may not sin. Sin is the transgression of God's law, according to 1 John 3 and verse 4, and Romans 3:23 affirms that all have sinned. The remedy for sin is the blood of Christ. And we appropriate that remedy to ourselves when we trust and obey. When I trust and obey, when I obey the gospel, and as I live my life as a Christian, I want to avoid sin because I understand how sin displeases God and interferes with my quality of life, and my relationship with others. Well, the inspired writers of the Bible have given us God's word to keep us from sin. 1 John 2, 1, that you may not sin. John said, these things I write to you, that you may not sin. David said, in Psalms 119, Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. Do you remember how Jesus handled temptation? The devil came to Jesus, and his singular purpose was to entice or cause Jesus Christ to sin. Jesus escaped the snares of the devil by relying on the word of God that was in his heart. Over and over, the devil would use one of his devices, and Jesus would respond by saying, It is is written. Jesus was tempted in all points as we are, yet without sin, Hebrews 4 15. He was relying on the Word of God. The Bible tells us how to identify, resist, and overcome sin. Are you afraid you might commit adultery? Take what the Word of God says about fidelity and purity and trust, and put that information in your heart and be committed to it. Is there a weakness or problem that you have concerning lying? Let the word of God retrain you and give you the power to shun that sin. Is it drinking or drugs or gossip or a bitter attitude or covetousness? The Bible was given to keep us from sin. The Bible tells us how to identify it, resist it, and overcome it. The Bible gives us the armor we need to defend ourselves. The Bible provides us with the warnings we need, the positive instruction to build up our character, good examples and bad examples, all that we need to defeat sin God has given. All that we need to defeat sin, all the instruction, motivation to overcome sin, God has graciously given us all of this and more on the pages of the Bible. First John 5:13. 13, that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the record that God hath given to us, eternal life. And this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath the life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. That's 1 John 5, 11, and 12. John wrote that we may know that we have eternal life. Outside of Christ, there is eternal death. John 3:36 says, He who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. Outside of Christ, there is eternal death. In Christ, there is eternal life, and the Bible was written that we might know that redemption is ours in Christ. Earlier in the first epistle of John, he said, 1 John 5:20." 20, and hereby we know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. The Bible enables us to know his commandments and know that we are keeping those commandments or not. We can know him and know that we enjoy spiritual life in him. The Bible was written to produce faith and understanding, It was given to us to enable us to resist temptation and to know that we have eternal life. A few years ago, someone wrote this. The book contains the mind of God, the state of man, the way of salvation, the reward of saints, and the doom of sinners. Its histories are true, its doctrines holy, its precepts binding. It contains light to direct you, food to support you, comfort to cheer you. It is the traveler's map, the pilgrim's staff, the pilot's compass, the soldier's sword, and the Christian's charter. It is a river of pleasure, a mine of wealth, a paradise of glory, read it to be wise, believe it to be safe, practice it to be holy. Now, if the Bible was written for these purposes and aims we've reviewed, what should your response be? What should my response be? Well, I am free to ignore all of this, be prejudiced and rebellious against all this, and do absolutely nothing about all this you have the capacity to leave this recording, ignore everything you've heard, and live your life according to whatever desires and ideas you have. But if you have even an elementary concept of God in heaven and some confidence that the Bible is the Word of God, conscience demands that you listen to God, that you learn more, that you use the Bible to guide every step of your life from now on until death, inside and out. In the Bible, you will discover a plan by where you can be forgiven of your sin by the blood of Christ. Here's that plan in summary. We all need to recognize the Creator, the One who is above all and who has given us His Word, the Bible, for the purposes we've considered today. He sent His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for our sins, and that is our problem, sin. It separates us from God and involves a bondage we can be redeemed from only by the blood of the Lamb. How do you need to respond to this? Listen to the Scriptures. If you've heard the gospel and you believe in Christ, Repent of your sins confess your allegiance to Jesus Christ and respond by responding to the command given by Peter in Acts 2:38 repent and be baptized after baptism live faithfully according to the teachings of Christ and his apostles written in the New Testament the lord built his church to which people who obey the gospel are added It isn't complicated, but it involves the commitment and choice of your whole life. In the name of all that's good and right and holy, please consider this morning what we've taught from the Word of God. Thank you for listening.